Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to do a little trending up, trending down. I think two players each that are going up our list and two players that, I don't know, for some reason or another, kind of are, you know, we're not you know, feeling them anymore. There's not eh, some reason. I don't know why. A lot of this isn't going to be necessarily stat-based or <laughs> any kind of great arguments. Just our gut feeling about these guys, why they're kind of falling off for us. But before we go into that, if you guys want to get into one of our listener leagues for a chance to win the Fantasy Football Profit Championship belt, which is provided to us by Pro-Am Belts, just go write a review on iTunes. Give us a five-star review and then Send us an email or go on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. Send us a message. Show us that you reviewed the show and we will get you into one of the leagues and the chance to win the belt. We already have a bunch of people signed up. There's going to be some good leagues. I think I've decided that it's going to be half point PPR because we usually base a lot of our stuff on standard. PPR is becoming more and more and more popular, probably more popular than standard at this point, almost in a way. So I'm going to go, I'm going to meet everybody in between. We're going to go half point PPR. So that'll be fun. We'll do all of that here really soon. It's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We'll get that scheduled. So if you guys want to get in the league, get the reviews in, get them to us quick so we can get you all set up. And if you've already reviewed the podcast in the past, just let us know that too. We'll get you into one of the leagues. Just go to our YouTube YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit and subscribe to us. So we'll have a lot more content coming out on there as well as the podcast, which we always put out. So let's just go to the list, Jeff. Trending up, trending down. I got two players each. We'll start with trending. Let's go trending up. We'll start with the with the positive news, and then we'll move over to the not so positive news after this. Who's your first player trending up? I was gonna say I have a running back and a wide receiver. Who okay. do you want to hear first? Let's go with the wide receiver. Wide receiver. All right. <laughs> <laughs> For this one, I actually went Alan Hearns. Okay. So it's more it's kind of a value pick as well in my head. Um, that's probably why I like him more and more. Yep. But the more and more you hear about Dallas and their, you know, their offensive weapons, wide receiver in particular, you just don't feel good about any of them. And slowly and but surely, Alan Hearns has been the only kind of constant where mm-hmm. he has produced in the past. He's not a rookie. Um, I think he can step in. He is he is a a good athlete, six three, two hundred pounds. Um, and they're obviously going to need to throw to someone. And I just, I can't imagine it being Terrence West or what Terrence Williams, sorry, Terrence Williams. So I, I feel like Hearns just keeps moving up and I'm not even saying he's going to be spectacular, but I just feel like he's going to be a guy you can count on for a little production consistently. And who knows, maybe he turns out to be a, a really good get. So he keeps inching up in my mind. Yeah. That's, I mean, I didn't put him on the list, but that's hundred percent true because somebody has to catch the ball there. And I why it's probably gonna be Hearns. I've never been the biggest Hearns guy. I mean, it's, to, to be honest, I haven't either. That's why it took me so long to come yeah, around on him. It's it's just more of yeah, it's just more opportunity in what should be a relatively. <laughs> it's been a good offense in the past. Has a good running game. Has what we think is a good quarterback. We're not actually sure. W- yeah, with Ezekiel Elliott running, he's no Tony Romo though. Dak no, isn't. No, no, he's not. <laughs> but I mean, listen that. to these wide receivers. So you have Terrence Williams. Alan Hearns, obviously. Cole Beasley. Yeah. Michael Gallup, who's a rookie. Gallup's the one we don't know. He's an unknown. But after that, you're kind of – and you also don't have a for sure tight end 
that can steal a ton of receptions either. So that's where my head's at. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm feeling the same. I think he's going to be pretty solid and he's definitely way down the list. He's going to be moving up my draft board, not like to a, you know, crazy level, but let's see even like overall he's 49th right now. But if he's the number one, he's the top ranked Dallas receiver and he should be probably a little higher. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to skyrocket. No, but, but he's, if he he's was in the up. if he was in the low thirties, like you're getting him as like a fourth wide receiver, I think that's great value, and I think that's you know that's more appropriate. I mean, he had the last two years weren't necessarily as productive. I mean, he, last year was, he was hurt, hurt yeah. a couple of years, so it's been kind of interesting. He had a very productive year in 2015. We had thousand yards and ten touchdowns in and, his last healthy season. And then immediately after that, Jacksonville's offense yep. sucked and he was hurt. And then last year, he was hurt, but they ran the ball a ton too. So, so I think this is his his last chance, if you will. Yeah, it's hard to say exactly what he is, but we'll find out. I'm sure he. it's a good one. I, I, I like that pick of trending up. I'll go with my first trending up player. And it's actually a pretty good name here. Andrew Luck. Oh, that's a good one. I, I, that was another one that I was like, ah, I could put him on there, yeah. but I'm glad you did. It's just like, more. About he's, I, I believe the health is there. I think he's going to be healthy. I'm, I'm just more and more trusting it and feeling pretty confident in it. And it's never been a, you know, never. If, if he's healthy, he's going to be great. And I think that's the thing people are seem to be forgetting how good Andrew Luck can be fantasy and fantasy football if he's healthy. And it's just kind of weird that if we think he's healthy, why wouldn't he be? You know, really good again. What 2016? He had 4,200 yards and 31 touchdowns, and that wasn't even his best season. Obviously, the year before that, he had what he have uh, 40 touchdowns, and or two years before that. I mean, he was hurt for part of 2015 as well. So, when he the last two full seasons he's been in, he has been a great fantasy quarterback. And why why wouldn't that continue if he's out there? He finished. Let's say, okay, so it, his last three healthy seasons. Look at this. His last three healthy seasons. Fourth, second, fourth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's getting right now, he's ranked uh, 11th currently. I know it, he's not going to go high enough because of the health issues, but this is why he's going to be just a perfect later quarterback to get. You don't need to get the top guys. Why would you get the top guys? Get Andrew Luck. And he's already eighth on my ranks. He might even move up. I, I know I'm going to be a little higher than others will be. I love Andrew Luck. He's a great player. Yeah. And if he's healthy, he's going to be good. Unbelievable. And he should keep moving up as long as you keep seeing that progression with his arm strength. And yeah, I think maybe a little rusty. I'm not expecting yeah. him to be, you know, a top, a top. Really, if he would be in the top five, he would he would surprise me a little bit just looking at his weapons as well. But I, I would expect him to be a top 10 if he stays healthy. Oh, and yeah. I think it would be shocking if he didn't come close to that, um, you know, seventh to, to five range. Easily. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. All right. Who's your next one? Uh, Going up is a rookie, which are incredibly hard to figure out, but this is going to be Geis. So I, you know, and yeah, a lot of people have been on his bandwagon before, so maybe I'm slow to come around. But at the same time, I'm always slow with rookies. You don't know how it's going to play out. But Darius Geis has gotten nothing but praise, and I think I'm finally feeling comfortable starting to move him up above people like, and especially like Rashad Penny, who I like, yeah. but at the same time, bad line. Um, you know, even like a Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram with the suspension, uh, the other rookies, Freeman, Jones, you can name them all. Um, so I feel more and more comfortable putting him up there. And I'm even getting more and more comfortable with the idea that maybe he would overtake someone like Alex Collins, Jay Ajayi. Oh, I'm 
sure of that. Right. And not then, JJ. And no, then no. I'm even in my head, even though Drake has shown some really good things, like even Kenyon Drake. So he keeps moving up because I think he is relatively safe now. I think he is going to be the guy. And it, I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I agree because he's my other player on my training oh, up list. Nice. He is my other training up. And I feel the same way. I'm Maybe this is us talking each other into it. It could be. I'm feeling Perhaps. more and more confident in picking him. And I think I'm looking and you part of it, you look at the Redskins backfield. Samaj P. Ryan didn't like do anything. He didn't look very good, I feel like. There was nothing about Samaj P. Ryan at any time that I thought, okay, this guy's a really good NFL running back. He was just kind of there and he was the guy to get the carries. And I mean, they've just had it's been like that for the last few years for the Redskins and who they've used. Yeah, and the only person that I think can take away touches from him is Chris Thompson. And I think even that, I think Geis might surprise us and a few games in starts getting a little more of the passing game, a little more of this. If he is a better player, they're going to need as many as they can. And with Alex Smith out there as well, I don't know. It just is starting to all fall in place for Geis to have a very good rookie season. I I mean, this is it. Yeah. Say you're talking about like Alex. I want him over Alex Collins right now. I want him over Kenyon Drake. I feel probably more comfortable. I might feel more comfortable with Geis over Joe Mixon right now. And I and love Joe cra- Mixon. It's crazy to think that. And I'm almost to the point where, especially with the bad news around McCoy, I was already low on him. Yeah. But and- with that, and you're wondering if that's going to come into play with that team being a dumpster fire. I mean, I, I really am. I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself, but he keeps moving up. And even I, because I'm not a huge fan anyway, but like Jerick McKinnon, <laughs> where I'm kind of like, all right, th- I think that's like a very even like yeah. comparison yeah. where the output. Yep. Oh, and you, you look back at Geis' numbers and this guy was terrific. I mean, last year, I think he battled some injuries a little bit. He still had 5.3 yards to carry, 1,200 yards. His sophomore year, he averaged 7.6 yards to carry at 1,387. I mean, I mean, those are, those are, those are, you know, that's crazy. He's Nintendo a Nintendo numbers. He's a terrific player. And yeah, it's, we're, I'm moving, he's moving up my board and I, I feel really confident in him and he might end up on a team or two at this point. Crap, we're going to battle for him in, in our auction league. Yeah, more than likely. I just realized that. <laughs> yeah. Man. Ah, oh, I think this all started with your Scott Fishbowl pick, and we started. It did. Yeah, we, we started talking about a lot of our picks. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I think he's going to be re- really solid. So there we go. He's, he's our second trending up. Okay, let's go to trending down. Who do you got to trend down? It, these are tough. And it, it doesn't mean tough. I don't like them anymore, but I just start seeing their value shifting. Yep. All right. So no one jump all over me for this one. But my number one, and it hurts me deep down in my heart because I really think this guy is incredibly talented. But Mike Evans. Is he? Once again, I mean, you know, you want to put him in like the, the bottom end of your top 10. But as soon as Winston gets hurt and how badly he, he hurt without him in the lineup last year, I can't in good faith put him in that top 10 anymore and he just keeps kind of slowly falling down because that Tampa Bay team starts scaring me more and more especially for someone that has to be drafted that high I love the player but his situation yeah it's very low I I get it I get it my confidence level isn't necessarily high in him right now either I love the talent but yeah, I get what you're saying. It may, I don't want to say this because he's, he's right? like my main keeper, one of my keepers. <laughs> but right now he's ranked number it. nine. Yeah. I mean, it, I, he was a little lower. On, no, he was about that in mine anyway. Yeah. And we're we're going to be coming out with our the problem our is first. He's still going to stick right there because like in, in that cutoff point, he's still going to be higher. But I, mean, I get it because after that, there is a drop off in talent. He could. I mean, but Diggs I, could move on. This right? is also my thing. Like if I'm if I'm really thinking about it, you're drafting all positions, right? 
So if he shows up at that high of a position, I'm going running back. Yeah. I'm going someone else. Because you'll wait and you'll get Stefan Diggs, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah right? Why not, man? Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not – you didn't make my list, but I, I get I, – the confidence level that I have in him isn't wonderful right now either, especially with Jameis being out three games and just – he just wasn't very good last year. So I get – I understand it. I don't want to believe it, but I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Situation, man. All right, so my for a lot. my first trending down player is actually Kenyon Drake. Oh, okay. and it's I could have put out Kenyon Drake, Alex Collins. <laughs> the thing is, I, <laughs> I was like, you were never high enough. On I Alex can't Collins. trend down on Alex Collins because <laughs> I didn't believe in him to begin with. <laughs> but it's Kenyon Drake. He's in that same kind of situation. I've seen this. It just it maybe not even the player. It's just this this scenario where somebody comes in the last half of a season the year before looks pretty good, and then you never really do anything again. This happens a lot, and I'm just not confident in it. I don't necessarily think Frank Gore is going to really eat into the work too much, but they still bit. might use him some, but maybe goal line work. There's going to be something there for Frank Gore a little bit. And I I just don't trust Kenyon Drake. And that's more of what it is. This is a little more of a, this list ends up being more of a, I'm not trusting this player list than because he's kind of, he moves down for me because I don't trust it. And he's, I mean, he's moved below guys for me. He's a guy he's ahead of, in the normal ranks, he's 17th. He's ahead of Collins. He's ahead of Geis, Ajayi. But yeah, Geis and Ajayi have moved up ahead of him for me. Maybe even Derrick Henry for me because I think there's more overall talent with Derrick Henry. I, I think people are way – I shouldn't say way, but I think people are a little low on Derrick Henry, not to turn it into a Derrick Henry thing. But yeah, so maybe but, Derrick yeah. Henry's – yeah, same kind of thing. It, and I just don't – I don't trust Kenyon Drake as my – I mean, if you're in a 12-team league, he's a 17th. He's a, he's a middle-of-the-pack RB2, which – I don't trust it. And I think I, mean, I agree with you. That's a lot and of it. I just I, don't trust him. I like Kenyon Drake put up some really, I mean, kind of interesting numbers when mm-hmm. he was playing and they felt good enough where they got rid of a Jai. But you, you look at that offense though, and once again, I know it's not, but situation does mean a lot when you're a running back because if you're in a bad offense, how are you going to move the chains? And on top of that, yeah. you have Tannehill coming back from injury and you have – I mean, really, you get, I mean, Jarvis Landry's not even there to move the chains anymore. I, I don't know. I, I, if that whole offense stutters, sputters, falls flat, Kenyon Drake's not going to be able to do anything, not because of his talent, but because of the offense. And that's a lot of it. That's, that has to do a running back in a bad offense. What can you really do? It's, I don't trust Tannehill at all. And yeah. as much as I want to see Devontae Parker be good and help that, I just don't, is that going to happen? I mean, a lot of this thing that makes me just stay away from Kenyon Drake, so he kind of moves down my boards. I don't trust him anymore, and just keep, I keep just pushing him away. So, mm-hmm. all right, who's the next trending down player for you? My number two is a running back, and that is Carlos Hyde. This is probably not exactly a you know, a holy shit idea, but the more and more I think about it, the more and more I like them. Like their wide receiving crew is crazy. I think they'll pass a little more. And I just keep falling. And Nick Chubb could have actually made my trending up a little bit. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I wouldn't actually do it, but I want to stay away from that backfield in general. But I'm almost to the point where I kind of like Nick Chubb more than Hyde. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that happens, I'm like, that is a warning flag. Like, I shouldn't have any of these guys. Because a rookie that, I mean, Hyde wasn't bad last year by any means. But I I just don't like the situation. He is, it feels like everywhere he goes, People are rooting against him for some reason. <laughs> yep. 
And I just, I just can't get behind him. And it, he just keeps scaring me off and he keeps dropping and pretty significantly actually in my, in my confidence, in my list, mm-hmm. all of that. So hot, Carlos Hyde, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. I, when he first went there, even I was like, oh, this is going to be, I, I kind of enjoyed, I like the pick. I thought I'm going to pick up this guy in a lot because he's going to be ranked down there. And I, I, every time I see him on a board and a draft board, any kind of thing, I'm in, just no, yeah. I stay but, away. Especially, I mean, he doesn't have a role. So it's like even Duke Johnson will be the pass catcher. He could yep. take that. Nick Chubb could be goal line. Just, I mean, he really could just disappear in well, a weird way. And this is the rankings right now for them. Hyde's 38th, Duke Johnson's 39th, Chubb's 41st. So and that's a lot of it. It's like, what no are they going to do? What, yeah, no one knows what to do with I him. I agree. He's He just keeps falling down the board for me. And I don't, there's no, yeah, this is listed. The, the trending down is a complete confidence factor list right now. And it's, I have no confidence in him. So at any, the players you're going to get around Carlos Hyde could even be like a carry on Johnson from Detroit. Which I, for some reason, have slightly more confidence because he's a rookie and they're going to try to see what they have in him, you would think. I'd have more confidence in Chris Thompson, who's right around there, too, just because you know he's going to get pass catch. He's going to catch the ball. I just I don't feel confident in Hyde, and I just kind of stay away because of it. And yeah, I agree with you. All right. My last guy, then. My final trending down. This is where this is going to be the controversial pick of the of the list here. People are not going to necessarily agree with me, maybe. Tyreek Hill. All right, all right. He's just okay. This again. This is what I'm saying. This is a confidence list. I don't. I've never been the most confident in Tyreek Hill. I would say that. You know, what I mean, it seemed like he was. It's a a big play guy, who it's hard to trust a big play guy sometimes. Last year, I guess he did. He did a little bit more than just the big play thing. Seventy five catches, eleven eighty three, seven touchdowns. Very good. Very very good. I, I give him that. But part of it is new quarterback. We don't exactly know what Mahomes is. He should. We think he's going to be good. He was what? He was a first round draft pick. He should be good, but there's going to be a learning curve there. He might not be great right away. And if you're a young quarterback and you need to throw the ball around, maybe are you really just going to go throw the deep to the the big play threat all the time, or are you going to maybe just look for Travis Kelsey or something like that? Maybe or dump it off to Kareem Hunt. There'll be some of that. Part of it is too. You got a player opposite of him, Sammy Watkins, who is extremely talented. There's no doubt about that. Maybe this is the time where Sammy Watkins actually gets to show how good of a player he really is, and it could eat into some of Tyreek Hill's work. And because of that, it's not like Tyreek Hill's not going to be a good player, but then he's ranked right now 13th. He's actually, but that maybe I'm not the only one because he used to be typically around 10th, and he's down to 13th now. Players like Doug Baldwin, T.Y. Hilton, and Adam Thalen have passed him up. I was going to say, look at Stefan Diggs but, nipping at his oh, heels. I'm taking Diggs all day over Hill. <laughs> I feel more confident in Larry Fitzgerald. I'll say that because I think you pretty much know what you're getting from Fitzgerald. And this this point, this is your second wide receiver. It should be, typically. It. I still want Fitzgerald as that, but I wouldn't – if Tyreek Hill is your number one, that's not what I want. I do not want Tyreek Hill as my number one receiver, and that's why I think he's fallen down. And he'd go from like the ninth, 10th, 11th receiver down further because – there's no chance I ever feel confident of Tyreek Hill being my number one receiver. So he has to fall down to the wide receiver two range. And he could easily be passed up here by Diggs, by Amari Cooper, those kind of players. Amari, eh, I'm going to take that back. <laughs> I mean, Cooper has the talent there too, but it's more of a, my confidence in Hill has fallen a little bit enough where I don't see myself taking him because I just down on my list slightly. I, I get it. I'm, I haven't lost as much confidence as you have, but all those are very, very true. And I can't dispute him. And it's really going to come down to, is Mahomes the real deal? I Pretty mean, that's much. what it comes down that's, to. If, he, yeah. if, if he's not, if he struggles, 
every, I mean, all of those people lose tremendous value. So very, very real worry. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's a very, very special talent. So he is. It's just, yeah, that is, it's, I, I get it. It's I the totally Mahomes thing, it. but the Mahomes thing makes it so, because of that, I don't like too much risk, especially in my top guys. And because I don't like too much risk in my top guys, I just kind of, I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I said the same thing yep. about Mike Evans. So, yep. All right. That's going to do it for training up, training down. Quick little list yeah, there. Two and, and two, man. And honestly, I don't think I can go three on some. <laughs> there's not many players going down on my list, yeah, at least. It's more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it, there, I feel I don't, there's not enough news yet to do it. There'll be some guys, we'll hear some stuff, some stories that we're just kind of, eh, not feeling it anymore. I mean, if I went trending up, I'd throw a couple more like Sammy Watkins again, Corey Davis, those kind of guys. Those, yeah, those outside receivers are going up my list based off value and where they're ranked. So I like those kind of guys. So yeah. I feel like a lot of the younger guys that you're hearing more and more about them. Yep. And then you're getting a little more confident. So those guys are moving up. The veterans moving down. (laughs) Yep. All right. I think that'll do it for this. We'll be back next week. We're going to start quarterback ranks. We're going to get our rankings episodes going. I can't believe it's already that time, but it's time to do rankings episodes. We'll do quarterbacks. We'll do probably, we'll rank probably all, you know, 30, 32 quarterbacks. We'll go deep with that and do maybe a a mock draft, doing a two QB mock draft next week as well. Do a quarterback theme mock draft. And start getting ready for the season, which is, I mean, it's two weeks away for some people. They'll have drafts in two weeks already. Right around the corner, man. It's close. It's it's really close. So we'll get you ready for these drafts coming up here real quick. We'll talk to you guys next week. 